for these ladies I'm about to slay Got my cape on with some napalm Shots your days gone, then the game's on What you play, huh? Hard to get, I'll be wet for all that dry hate Looking my way, while your eyes say You and I may get off like a right lane But I might strain, pull up lane with a migraine Oh, yo, Whiskey Sick Podcast Ep I don't even know what fucking episode we on 150 something I told y'all I was gonna make it happen. I told y'all after all this time, this is the rebranding of the Whiskey Sick Podcast. Cause now, motherfuckers, you see the motherfucking grill. The grill's right up in your motherfucking face. Now, if this is your first time, if you're new to this shit, I ain't new here. Well, I guess I am to YouTube, but not to this podcasting game. You see, homies, I got a, a podcast, as you now know. It's called the Whiskey Sick Podcast. Uh... We've we been rolling, we've been up, we've been running uh, since 2017. This is like literally episode, man, I'm gonna have to look this shit up, man. I, I, you know, I can't even believe this shit's working right now. I've been talking about getting on uh, YouTube and shit for a while now and uh, getting these things live. I did one way back in the day. If you go to my YouTube channel, which you're on right now, uh, you'll see like some old school shit back in the day when it was like John Jones and shit was fighting, I think, Daniel Cormier the first time. I actually did like a dry test run. It was janky as fuck. Hey, I know. And you say, this shit's janky as fuck. I know you can hear the fan in the fucking background. Like, well, fuck, you got the fan on. Listen, if I don't got the fan on, it's neighbors beating on their fucking walls, throwing their kids up against the fucking, they're playing basketball with their kids' heads and shit. And I don't know fuck they're doing gymnastics. Some Simone Biles shit going on in there. All the fucking time is just booming and banging. It is what it is. I got the triple champ over here. The future quadruple champ over here. Uh, he's going to say hi in a little while. He's got uh, PJ Masks up on, on, on the ditty. And, uh, you know, he don't got the sound on. But he don't need the sound. He don't need the motherfucking sound. Uh, so I think we're on episode number... Let's get 150... 153? 152? 151 was the last one, I think. Yep, this is 152 episode, yo, Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 152, all up in your ass, I'll be your boy, Moody, motherfucking Hank, I don't even know what I'm doing, uh, I'll insert the uh, theme music at some point, uh, I don't know how to edit this shit, so don't be expecting like some uh, uh, Steven Spielberg YouTube videos, I'm just gonna record this shit, I got a new iPhone, uh, iPhone 13 with the, with the three camera deal, the, the fucking pro, the pro whatever, until it's not the pro, it's just the amateur next year, it's just the iPhone amateur next year, I got the newest shit, so I got the, four, this is in 4K, I was fucking around with the cinema, I didn't know if you wanted me to go cinema on that ass, I didn't know what the fuck to do this the first time, I don't know where to look at the fucking camera, uh, uh, um, I'm just excited, listen, let's get the, let's get the logistics out of the way, the hair, the hair, I get it, look, Ain't nobody, hey, what's up with that fucking hairline? I know, homies, I know. What the fuck you want to look like? Somebody stomped out a fucking brush fire. It is what it is. Let's get it out. Let's B-Rabbit this shit right now. Let's get all the bullshit out the motherfucking way. Uh, uh, you see the, the, the Goosebumps books and shit behind me? It is what it is. Uh, uh, Stephen King, I got the uh, Holy Trinity up here. Uh, M. Pac right there. Got Biggie over here with the mic. Uh, I got all, I got our fucking homies. I read. I read. You know, so what What else are the crooked ass nose pointing off to the motherfucking side? It is what it is. There's nothing I can do at this point about it. Um, 
What's the podcast? Listen, if you haven't never listened to the podcast, there's 151 fucking episodes to go get caught up on. Uh, me and the homie Whiskey uh, started this shit back in 2017, talking some fights, talking some random shit, just talking shit. That's all we do. We're just here to talk some shit. Uh, he's dipped out for a while. Life goes where life goes. We're going to get him on the cast. He's still here. If you want to go back to the early days, the Whiskey 6, six one, two, three, all those fucking... I think he was up there until like 40. So, I mean, we were rocking for a minute. Um, I'm going to get him back on. This opens up a whole new new thing right here. I mean, we can do some... Um, I've been trying to figure out how to uh, record Zoom calls. So, we'll get the homie B- Batista live up on here. Um, I, I hit him up every once in a while. I know this shit's crooked, but I've been trying to fuck with this camera thing, and it's just, it is what it is for this episode, you know? Uh, I was thinking this is a test run, but fuck it. We're just gonna roll. How are we gonna roll? Simmer down, young man. Wildin' already. Wildin' already. Um, we're gonna get him on here. We do a little bro politics every once in a while. Uh, slap motherfuckers upside their head. Tell y'all the truth about what's really going on out there. Um, have your own opinions. I don't give a fuck what they are. Um, but I'll let you know in those. I know motherfuckers don't like politics and shit like that. So I'll give y'all a heads up when we're going into that route or when we're in that kind of an episode. Maybe I'll even make it a different episode from the regular podcast so we can we can keep the, the politics and, and the shit talking separate. Um, but trust me, uh, no matter what you believe, what you think, I mean, we go deep and we, we, we talk some serious shit on that. Um... But mostly, we do a lot of fight talks. All the UFC cards, I'm going to try to... I know you've been like you've been doing this shit like once every two weeks. I've been missing cards. Listen, I'm going to leave you some links. Also doing some writing shit. I got my, my, uh, my Substack, my uh, WordPress, whatever the fuck you want. Uh, all the picks every single week. No matter whether you see me on here or not, the picks are always on motherfucking wax. And I've been keeping track this year, so there's been... Uh, since January, since the first uh, the first card, I think it was Cater versus Chikadze, until the last card, um, there's been 98, which is, what was the last card? Uh, Volkov versus, um, we just saw it, Ankalaev. Um, so there's been 98 fights. Your boy Moody Hank has got six, has picked 64 correct, 64 and 34 overall record. That's a 65% winning percentage. I'm coming off a 11-3 on the Ankalaev versus fucking... Uh, uh, no, Ankalaev versus... Who did he fight? Tiago Santos. Did I say Volkov earlier? Volkov's fighting this week. I'm sorry, homies. I'm excited, homies. I'm, I'm super excited. I got cowboy shit to talk. So we talk mad, mad, mad fights on here. All the UFC cards. Um, and then I, you know miscellaneous sports all over the all over the place nfl we smack you in the motherfucking face i'm a diehard dallas cowboy fan so there's mad shit talking now listen if if you if you hate the fucking cowboys this is the podcast for you if you love the dallas cowboys this might not be the podcast for you now you're saying gecko you just said you're a cowboy fan I ain't no bitch-ass cowboy fan. I've been through the motherfucking ringer with these asshole extraordinaires. I've been rocking with these motherfuckers. The first season I ever remember was 1989. You know what that, that fucking season was? 1 in 16. That was the first season I remember. I was born in 83. You do the motherfucking math. I've seen a lot of this shit. I grew up thinking that the cowboys would never fucking lose. 
like they were just winning chips or, 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 or competing for chips every goddamn year. It's been since like the seventh grade since these motherfuckers went to a goddamn NFC championship game or Super Bowl. It's been, we're going on year 20 fucking seven, homie. This shit didn't look like this shit the last motherfucking time the Cowboys were rocking motherfucking asses. Eating ass, taking motherfucking names. It's been a long time. And so I talk that shit because I've, I've reserved the motherfucking right. These assholes have put me through plenty that I've deserved. The right to come on this here podcast, my own motherfucking podcast, and, and, and talk the shit that I want to talk. Now, I, I, I'll always die hard till, they, till the fucking end. I don't give a shit. But I ain't no little piss ant, little fucking make, make excuse ass motherfuckers. I'm going to call these assholes out. And you, seen, you see what they're doing? We can go, we can get right into it right now. You see what the fuck's going on right now. You see what the fuck these assholes are doing right now. They're doing two things. Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, these assholes are over here doing two motherfucking things. Nothing and not a cop. <coughs> not a choked. Nothing and not a goddamn thing. Ain't doing shit for nobody. These motherfuckers just letting motherfuckers walk out the building. They had Randy Gregory signed. And the dude turned around and said, fuck y'all. Fucking shit in his hand and slapped Jerry Jones upside the motherfucking head with it. All the motherfucking shit we did for Randy Gregory. By the way, I cuss a lot. F-bombs galore. It is what it is. Hide the women. Hide the children. When you're listening to the Whiskey Sick Podcast, keep the headphones on. I tried to do an episode where I didn't cuss. It lasted 12 minutes. 12. And that was back in episode fucking 40-something. 50-something. I don't even know. Even 30s. I don't know. What the fuck was I? I'm, I'm blazed. This motherfucker, everything we went through with, uh, with Randy Gregory keeping his bitch ass dead weight, dragging his dead body for fucking seven goddamn years. I mean, this dude was drafted in 2015. This dude missed 56 games due to suspension. I'm a weed smoking fiend. But I, wouldn't, I, I could stop smoking weed if I had to to play in the motherfucking NFL. Now, do I think it should be legal? And I think, is it, isn't it legal now? It might even be legal now. I don't know. I think they, they stopped testing or some shit. So he's probably good. So Broncos probably got a steal of a deal, right? No, I don't think that it should ever have been legal. I mean, illegal to smoke weed and play in the NFL. But unfortunately, those were the fucking rules that were in the contract. You know how it goes. 56 games, 56 games to suspension. That's not even talking injuries, the games he missed. He played, the most he played was last year was 11 games. I remember one year he played two games. He missed two full seasons and like 14 games of another season. It's crazy. And Jerry stuck by him, stuck by him, stuck by him. Fuck up after fuck up after fuck up. I'm about getting your cake. I'm all about that shit. Business decision, do what you need to do, but damn, to do them like that for, uh, you know, some uh, language in the contract that, you know, they could, re- you know, compensate for, you know, for uh, any uh, misdeeds in the future, they could come back and get money that you already got from your guarantee. They could come back for your guarantee, right? 
So if you fuck up, you know, three years in a, in a five-year contract, they can take that shit back or some of it back. He didn't like that. Well, if there was ever a motherfucker to have uh, that stipulation in a contract, Randy Gregory would be that motherfucker. I mean, his face is on the bill, right? Uh, I mean, his face is on, on, on the fucking paper that Jerry Jones pushed in front of him. Now, they said he didn't know that it was in there or they added it after the thing. Okay, whatever. And the Broncos don't add shit. You think the Broncos, you fucking, you motherfucking busters, Buster Douglas, Dust Buster, Dave and Buster ass mother, Buster only ass, Buster Posey ass motherfuckers think you're going to get five years at a Randy Gregory? No, the fuck you're not. You'll be lucky to get five fucking games out of that guy. A year. You might get five games a year out of Randy Gregory. And then, when he is in the game, he's going to fuck it up at the end. Lining up offsides in the neutral zone. Fucking tackling some dude who don't even have the fucking ball with a minute and a half left in the game on fourth down to give him a fucking first. That's what the fuck he's going to do. So at first I was dicking the dirt. Hi, bird. Fucking snuffle up against ass motherfucker that we lost him. It was like, we're losing everybody. I mean, we kept D-Law. If I had a choice between the two, I actually would have kept Gregory. Mere bag of shells now. But now that I think about it, this shit might have been the best thing that ever happened to the Cowboys. We're not going to spend $70 million on a dude that's not going to, A, not going to play. And a homie's so worried about the, the language in the contract and fucking up and getting his money taken, then you know he's already planning to fuck it up. He's already planning it. He's already playing. He's got. He knows what he's gonna do. He he's got the Bettys lined up. He's got. He's got the fucking. He's got the stank. He's got that sticky. He's gonna have a wild ass time, you know. And, and if there's every any any place any city for 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 Randy Gregory to go, it, it's it's gotta be Denver, right? I mean, that's that's the green. Green Mecca. I mean, they started this this legal weed shit, and then it rolled down to California and stuff like that. These guys have been the leaders. So, I mean, if there's any place that'll open, you know, embrace Randy Gregory with open arms, it's gonna be Denver. He just ain't gonna ever step on the field. So, if you if you a Denver fan, don't go out and buy yourself a Randy Gregory jersey because that shit, you 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 probably be dumping this motherfucker in about a year or two, maybe two years. He gets out there, so he's gone. You know what else have the Cowboys done? Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. They traded Amari Cooper. Dumbass motherfucking move. Especially if you weren't going to get Gregory. There's fucking 70 mil you're saving right there. Uh, you know, if they had a plan, if they were going to go out and get, you know, Julio Jones was there. I wouldn't have mind having Julio Jones. I don't know what the fuck happened to him with the Titans. Uh, that, that, that fucking dweeb-ass quarterback. I forget his name. Tannehill probably happened to Julio Jones. I don't know. Was he hurt too? I think he was hurt, you know, some of the season. I don't know. Man, he's wilding out, y'all. Listen, we do this shit live. This is real life. This is, you know, we can't seclude ourselves. We got the other one. We got the future women's triple champ. She's up there. Sweet P, a.k.a. AKA Little Sweet, a.k.a. Sweetums, a.k.a. Sweetness is up there um, taking a nap. So I had to run down here and see if I could get this shit going, man. So I don't know if this is going to be a short one, but you're going to, you have the, this is how it goes. You know, you got the, you got the future triple champ. We got, we got siblings the first ever ufc championship siblings future sib uh champs right here we got the true I, I don't know we're we, we looking at like he's a little dude this little guy over here do you want to come say hi dude come over here this is live homies. this is live come here he's scared we got the pj mass shirt say what up dude say what up dude say hi 
Nah. <laughs> Say go Cowboys. Nah. Nah. <laughs> so there you go. You got the you got the motherfucking triple champ right there. You're gonna be seeing that face. He's gonna be he's gonna be opening. Oh, clapping cheeks, spreading them. Uh, uh, all Bruno, as Michael Rappaport would say. But I say all Bruno. Uh, uh, you know, 130. We're looking at probably 135. I was thinking 45, 55, maybe 170. But we're going to have to go 35, 45, 55 with this little dude. I mean, this dude's like, you know, he's like 20 pounds. And he's, he's three years old. I mean, this dude's he's tiny. Hitting the little hand pads. He, you know, he's got the little kicks. You know, holding the little kicks and shit. So, you know, there's that. Um, he ain't ever, I don't know if he's ever going to see a Dallas Cowboys win a Super Bowl. Um, he's not to the point yet where he actually pays attention to games or gives a shit. He just like, he knows whenever I say, say, go Cowboys, he says, no, no. Yeah, see. Um, so what, you know, I, you know, if the Cowboys could have gone out and got Julio Jones, if they could have got, you know, um, they need a number one receiver, man. You know, is C.D. Lamb going to be that? He could be. It depends how they use him. I would use him like a Cooper Cup. I would. I, I was telling my, my primo the other day, I was saying, hey, if I was Kellen Moore, since we decided to stick with this buster-ass motherfucker, if I was him, I'd just be studying the Rams tape. I'd be studying how they used um, Cooper Cup, and I'd use, I'd use C.D. Lamb exactly like that. That's exactly how I would move him around. I would just fucking... Set up, you know, I would just let him go willy fucking nilly. Now, this motherfucker got to work on his hands. CD's got to work on those hands. Drop passes the last two years. And, and you know, he, 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 cut, he cut him down a little bit, I think, this past year. But his drops are, are, are devastating drops. They're first downs. They're fucking, they're continuing drive type drops. They're devastating drops when he drops them. Uh, it's usually when we're struggling, we're finally actually making some progress and about to, you know, break out and finally get the wheels going. A big drop. Now we're punting again. I don't know how many times that happened with C.D. Lamb. Uh, Gallup's coming back. He's coming off a knee surgery. Listen, I'm not worried about the knee surgery at all. Um, I've had it. I know how that shit goes. ACL, that shit ain't the end of the uh, end of the world. Back in the day, in like the 90s and shit, that was like a career ender. I know people get ACL. You're like, he's done. He's not coming back. That ain't the truth. As long as it ain't like a Achilles or a blown, you know, torn up calf, I mean, or, or calf or a quad, something like that, he's going to be all right. And, and the play, he, if you're going to blow out your ACL, you got to go out on a play like the way that uh, Gallup did with that twisting pirouette. Man, what game was that? I can't remember what game. Was that, was that the Eagles game that he got hurt? Because we didn't have him against the Niners. Listen, I try to put these... I try to put these these seasons behind me as quick as I can, and I, there's nothing to reflect upon for me. You know, I I, I, I file it away and, and keep that shit fucking moving. You know, I got I got years of pain in my my file cabinet. Um, I think he got hurt in like the Eagles game before the little throwaway fucking uh, in season uh, preseason game. Um, on a dope catch, but if you're gonna blow out your ACL, blow it out that way. But we, you know, we offered him. I think we, he got like about 60 mil. Whatever, he's dope. I think he's a steal. You know, he's not quite a first. You know, first uh, no, number one wide wide receiver. We basically got twos. We got two twos right now. And then we lost Cedric Wilson. Uh, so I don't know what the hell happened there. I thought for sure they were gonna keep Cedric Wilson, especially trading Amari Cooper. So you lose, you know, Lael Collins. We we let walk. Listen. Who gives a fuck? But, you know, that's a, that's another issue right there. Another guy, you know, uh, fails a piss test and tries to bribe the fucking guy who, I mean, god damn, this guy had all sorts of issues 
all sorts of issues. He had Randy Gregory type shit going on. So, Leo Collins, you know, another dude often hurt that he even play. You, you know, the year before, I think he missed the whole season or some shit. Listen, so we weren't getting a whole lot of production. So these guys, you know, it looks like, you know, the floodgates are opening. You know, they save us some money. But what good is saving you money if you don't spend any? I mean, this motherfucker Jerry Jones is literally at least go get Bobby Wagner. I mean, come on, man. At least go get Bobby Wagner. You put him alongside Micah, a veteran like that, with Micah Parsons and help him grow and help him learn the game. Uh, you got Jabril Cox coming back from a, from injury from an ACL. He'll be fine. He he was looking good. I was, I liked what I was seeing from from Jabril, Jabril Cox. So you got those three. If you want to bring LVE, you got to keep. You got to have a deep linebacking core. LVE's probably he could probably get him for the for the cheap. I mean, he actually played well last year for for the most part. He had still had his game, you know. But compared to the year before that, he looked a lot better. And he had he made some big plays. Especially down in the stretch, man. So he kind of made a liar out of me. I thought he was going the Jalen Smith route. But, you know, he can play. And, and, you know, bring him in. You know, he doesn't have to play every single down. You need rotation. You need you need the people who can fill in for injuries and stuff like that. You bring Bobby Wagner in. I mean, my God, that's just a, that's just a no-brainer, right? I mean, you had, you know, Von Miller. He goes for a fucking crazy boatload. So I understand why, you know, Bill's signing him for six years. Oh, I, I don't know what was going on with that. But you had Chandler Jones. You had all these dudes that you could have gone out and replaced Randy Gregory with nothing. That Cowboys did nothing. All they did was sign a couple of their own. Uh, Gallup and I don't even know. Somebody else. So if, if, if the, you know, if they think they're going to fill all these holes and get better through the draft, that's, that's crazy. When are you going to rely on straight-up rookies other than the magical season of 2016 to come out and, and fill all the holes? I mean, you need to rebuild that whole offensive line. I mean, one of the people, I mean, Tyron Smith, I mean, what are we doing with him? I mean, we, I mean now we're kind of forced to keep him. So, I mean, we got to at least start getting his, his replacement. Our center ain't worth a fucking shit. Uh, we got issues. Lael's gone. Maybe Steele steps in for. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Listen, they gotta. I. I. You gotta rebuild that whole shit. Connor Williams gone, but fucking good riddance. So listen, the state of the Cowboys is this: they ain't a playoff team. Uh, they're a five and what? How many games are there? Five and twelve team now. Uh, easy, and they still might win the division with five and twelve, especially if Carson Wentz is gonna be complaining for the. <laughs> The fucking commanders. The fucking commanders. Command these motherfucking nuts, you motherfuckers, you. The goddamn commanders. Ain't that some shit? Listen, so they got they got Carson Wentz. Um, homie in Philadelphia. Uh, you know, he can play, but he looking like he he, he, ain't, he ain't all that. I, I ain't feeling that shit. Um, wasn't Jalen Hurts? We ain't afraid of Jalen Hurts. We ain't afraid of that motherfucker. Um, and then Danny Pesos, he ain't, he, listen, dude, that, that's a fucking joke. Uh, so, you know, we might, you know, 5-12 and 12 might get it done. It might get it done. If we beat just NFC East teams, that's six dubs right there. We had six, uh, we, we, we swept them last year. If we can get five, beat, you know, go 5-1 and one against the NFC East, lose the rest of the motherfucking games, we still might make the motherfucking playoffs, homies. Damn what? And then all you got to do is get into the tournament. That's what they say. You just got to get in the tournament and let the chips fall where they may. So, um, 
you know, who got, you know, the AFC West is, is over there beasting, uh, you know, Broncos over here still, you know, talking about Russ, Russ, you talk, you, you got that fucking singer Russ, you didn't get danger Russ, you got that singer Russ, Russell Wilson, did y'all watch him play last year? You didn't even check him out, huh? You, you didn't watch a single Seahawks game, and you're over here talking about Russell Wilson. We got Russell Wilson. I mean, the, the GM or whatever, the owner, I don't even know who the hell was, was over here doing the fucking Macarena, feeling himself and shit. Fucking, uh, da, da. Over here fucking feeling himself like the motherfucking Macarena talking about Russell Wilson. Homie, this ain't 2013-14. This motherfucker, well, whenever the fuck that guy came out, this dude, this dude already been done corrupted. That that Sierra puss already done corrupted this motherfucker. I mean, this dude's on, on, on some fucking. He, he's closer to some Kanye shit than he is to the old fucking uh, uh, Russell Wilson. Um, let me get this UFC card up. So I, I mean, I mean, but listen, it's better than than Drew Locke. I mean, what? Who, who's gonna be playing quarterback for the Seahawks? Might as well just call them the Sonics. Just come out there and run five players on the field. I mean, that's a that's a sorry-ass team right now. That, that, that team is completely fucking gone. Hey, go get DK Metcalf. He don't want to be there no more. Jerry Jones, go get DK Metcalf. Make something happen. Bring DK on over. Bring Bobby Wags on over. Do something. Every team, all these teams go out there and fucking, they, uh, the, the Rams just showed you. They just made it to two Super Bowls. Uh, don't let Batista see this shit. They just made it to two Super Bowls in what, three, four years, something like that? Won one of them. Scored three points in the other. Didn't deserve to be in that shit. Cracker Jack fucking Super Bowl those motherfuckers got. Getting that fucking worst time, worst call of all time to get, get in there. Worst non-call of all time to get a Super Bowl. That was a gimme. We won't get into the last drive of this year's Super Bowl, which was a gimme. Fuck the Rams. I said it. Fuck the goddamn Rams. L.A., the fucking home of Cracker Jack, fucking Boy Scout patch, fucking championships. Bubble fucking bubble tournament champs. You, you bubble tournament fucking rafter hanging ass motherfuckers. Get the fuck out of here. Look at these motherfuckers now. I told y'all. Look at these motherfuckers. They fucking rotted out. They fucking stinking. Rigor mortis is setting in. These motherfuckers. I told y'all. I came right up here on this this here podcast and said these motherfuckers ain't shit. I said it all three years that the Brahms been over there. Four years they've been over there. I was wrong. One he once he got six months. He got two off seasons before a, a, a play a, a bubble tournament to win a, a, a fraudulent ass Boy Scout patch fucking championship. And they hung that shit in the rafters and act like it's real and shit. Dodgers did the same thing. I don't think I forgot about that shit. I see you getting Freddie Freeman. You ain't shit. But the point is this shit. These guys go out there and buy championships to go out there and and. And, and, and fucking, who gives a shit? How, do, how the fuck do the Rams go out there and buy every single decent, every single dope player every single year? How are they able to do it? But Jerry Jones can't do it. It's crazy. Bucks, you know, Brady's back. 
we, we fucking knew that. that. That shit wasn't, you know, he was trying to force his way to the 49ers or some shit. He was on some fucking, he was on some slap him in the face shit on the buck shit. And you're going to let him come back. He was trying to do y'all dirty. You don't care though, you nasty, dirty ass motherfuckers. You don't give a fuck as long as you got a shot. You don't got a shot because you don't got shit. That team's whack now. That's why he didn't want to go there. That's why he was trying to go to the 49ers. Because he knows he he knows this shit ain't shit. He just gave uh, Godwin like fucking 20-something, 20, $20 million a year. Okay. Begging Julio. Begging Julio to come over there. Jerry, go get Julio. Moving right along. Getting to some fight talk. Went 11-3 and three last year. Oh, last year. Last week. I'm... Fucking high. What what's what what, uh, what am I smoking on today? Uh, Dosidos, uh, indica, Dosidos. Don't know if y'all ever had it. Kind of stinky, and I like a, like a hard alcohol or something. I don't know, maybe my shit's laced or something. I don't I don't know. Uh, get super fucking blazed though. Just a, a earthy, uh, just real earthy and kind of alcoholy. In a way, you know what I mean? Is that a fucking word? That, that's how it is. And then I got some uh, berries and cream. That's that shit's like tropical. That shit's like like a bag of a bag of Skittles when you get that one. When you when you sniff on that one. Uh, but I'm gone off the dosey dose this morning. I'm fucking zippity doodah day, zippity doodah dandy over here. Uh, let's get into this. Oh, so what did we have last week? We had Ankaliyev versus Santos. I took Ankaliyev. Actually, I ran it. I, I ran the whole main card. I ran uh, the last fight I lost was Quamella Kirk versus uh, Damon Jackson, and that was a stupid fucking pick. I knew it was a stupid fucking pick, and I didn't go back and change it. Why would I take Camilla Kirk over Damon Jackson? I don't know. That was a stupid ass fucking pick. But from that moment on, I went nine and zero. I fucking destroyed that shit. Started two and three, and then went, then ran the motherfucking table. Went eleven and three. Uh, got lucky on some, for sure. You gotta get lucky in this pick'em game, homies. But the picks have been fucking golden. I've been over 500, well over 500. The worst I've done in the last six weeks is like seven and four. I- I've been dominant. And, and it's all on wax, homies. It's all on wax. I'll leave the sub stack. I'll leave the, the, the WordPress. You go look for yourself. I'm gonna post a new one tomorrow. This one's gonna be on Waxy Wax, so we're gonna have it on video. And we're gonna have it on, on, on online for you to read. Go read these. These these will fucking. This ain't your your daddy's breakdowns. Your your, your mammy's and your pappy's breakdowns. Breakdowns. This is that Seth Gecko shit. That Moody Hank shit. Um. What else do who who else do we have? Listen, let's just move. Let's just move into this one. I, I I'm fucking. I, I promise to be more on point. Uh, but Ankalaya versus Dos Santos. I mean uh, Tiago Santos. Um, I picked Ankalaev. I thought he was going to get a stop. I don't know what the fuck Ankalaev was doing in that fight, um, especially once he got rocked. Uh, you know, everything, I think it was in the second or the third round, he, 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 he's lucky. If there had been more than, you know, 10, 15 seconds left in the, in the round when he went down, there was going to be bad news bears for homeboy. Um, he was rocked. He was seriously rocked. If that happens with a minute left, I, uh, Thiago Santos probably pulls that off. Um, but after that, it was a clean sweep. Uh, just dominating him from the outside, you know, did put him up against the fence and control some of the, you know, the fight that way. Uh, had one takedown. You saw in the fourth round, he didn't get a takedown, really commit to getting a takedown on Goliath until the fourth round. As soon as he got that dude on the ground, I mean, it was a wrap. I mean, he was going right into to side control, landing big elbows, 
uh, you're like, okay, so the fifth round, he's going to come out. He finally figured it out. This is the easy way to, this is the route. This is the, 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 the path to victory here. This fucking illuminated, lying with fucking gold, yellow brick road shit. And he doesn't take it. He stands out there in the outside and just sits there and, 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 and plays it safe. And, um, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a great fight. It wasn't a good look for him, but, um, you know, Uncle Live got the skills, man. He's got the skills to 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 win to win the championship. I like him beating Yuri. I, I think he could win the championship. Wasn't the best performance that I would like them go on. Uh, I think he's definitely got. You know, maybe you do a, a uh, so maybe you make um, Uncle Live versus Jamal Hill. That would be a dope fight. Um, but he definitely Uncle Live definitely has to fight again before he gets that title shot, unless he's like filling in. For like an injured Glover or injured Yuri uh, Prohashka, uh, something like that, um, you know, trying to save the main event, trying to save you know the championship fight. Um, but I think you know you probably want to see if I had to, if I had to choose between the two, if I needed a late repla- replacement, um, I'd pick Jamal Hill over Ankaliyev. Um, they both have losses. Think about this shit, and homie's fighting on this card, uh, Paul Craig. Has wins over both of them. Go watch Paul Craig fight Ankalaev. Uh I think it was Ankalaev's debut. It might have been his debut. Almost positive it was. Ankalaev's beating Craig's ass, Paul Craig's ass, for like 14 minutes and 50 seconds. And in the last 10 seconds, out of nowhere, homie Paul Craig throws up a triangle and taps Ankalaev with like a second left. Ankalaev, in, inexplicably, this guy tapped like right away. I mean, there's no way he couldn't know that you just hold your breath for 10 seconds. He tapped right away. It was weird. It was a weird submission. Paul Craig submitted Ankaliyev, and then you know what he did. He, 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 you know what he did to Jamal. He, he had a motherfucker hitting himself, scoring fucking significant strikes against his own goddamn self. Busted that motherfucker's arm. Just, just, just fucking dropping those, those elbows on him. It was nasty. So Paul Craig has wins over both of those dudes. And I love Jamal Hill. I think Jamal Hill, you know, I've said it for a while on the cast. So you can go back. Listen, this might be the first one on YouTube, but the cast lives on in infamy. All the episodes are there. So when I when I say something's on wax, it's on fucking wax. I said Jamal Hill had you know has had, you know, everything it takes to be a dark horse in this in this uh, you know, the dark horse in, in the division. Uh, he just cracks, dude. He's fearless on the feet. His his sustain his sustainabilities is gonna be able to get you know stop people from taking him down. Um, you know he made if you go back to that Paul Craig fight, Paul Craig who's fighting uh, Krylov, uh, Nikita Krylov. This is a how the fuck is that not on the main card? They got Molly McCann versus uh, Luana Carolina on the main card instead of Krylov versus uh, versus uh, Paul Craig. And I get it, Molly McCann's fighting in front of the hometown in England and stuff like that. Okay, whatever. But come on, man. Ilya Taporia and, and Jai Herbert over this shit? Krylov versus fucking Paul Craig? Am I tripping? That shit's a fucking grappler's delight right there. That shit's, that shit's flames. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the pick over there, but go back and watch this shit. This dude, Paul... Um, Grab this shit. This dude, uh, Paul Craig, just baited Jamal Hill twice into passing his guard into that side control, uh, into half guard. He did it twice. And as soon as he did that, as soon the first time... Uh, Jamal passed into that side, into that half guard. Homie goes. Uh, Paul Craig puts that shin across the hips and goes right to attacking that shoulder. Gets him in some nasty shit, almost in the armbar. Jamal Hill gets out. 
that nasty, you know, uh, er, you remember that Frank Mir? Was it Frank Mir back in the day had that, that, that uh, Paul Williams, I think, had a, no, it was Paul Williams. It was Paul, back, back in the day with the shoulder crank submission, he had that shit going. Jamal Hill, by the skin of his motherfucking cheeks, gets out of that shit. And what does he do? He goes right back into Paul Craig's guard and passes back in the half guard. He lets him pass back in the half guard, making Jamal Hill think, oh, hey, I'm going to pass right. I'm just going to cut right through this dude's guard like butter. I'm just going to go right to side control and start doing work. <clears throat> Wrong. <clears throat> Wrong. That's not what you're going to do. You can get subbed. He went right back to the same submission, started it with, off with the... With the, with the uh, Shoulder crank into the armbar, then into the triangle, and then it was a fucking snapping, dude. Every time I'm using my blinker to fucking signal change lanes and shit, I hear, fuck, I see Jamal Hill's arm snapping and shit. I know it was, like, dislocated or some shit, but you know what I mean. Uh, crazy fight. So, Jamal, uh, the point was, uh, Paul Craig's got some fucking crazy wins on his record. Craig, those are two aged well, like, fine wine wins right there. Um, so he's fighting on this card, um, Blade. So let's get into, uh, so where was I going? But, you know, anyways, I was saying Ankalaev, I would like to see him fight uh, fight again. Uh, he's really got to put up. He played it super safe. He played it super safe. And there's nothing wrong with that. Go get the fucking dub. This is the fight game, you know. Uh, anything can happen. But, you know, if you're going to be calling for those those title shots, you want those title shots. You gotta go out there and put, you know, finish him. I mean, he had he had Tiago Santos hurt, you know, on the feet, you know, and he could have just taken him down at any time. He really could have. I mean, Glover. I mean, Jay Z. That shit wrote the blueprint. Um, so we got uh, Chris Dawkins versus Curtis Blades. I was on the Chris. Do I wasn't on the Chris Dawkins bandwagon until I was against uh, Lewis, and then now I fucking. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving the station, homies. I'm, uh, I'm hopping, I'm, I'm hopping off the train in the middle of the motherfucking desert. I'm just gonna go fucking hobo it out in a fucking, uh, indigenous land. I don't know what the fuck. I'm hopping off the motherfucking train. The Chris Dawkins train, at least for this one. Um, I picked him to beat Lewis. I admit to that. It was a mistake. I don't know what fuck I was thinking on that one. Um, you know, it showed, you know, that Chris Dawkins, it, it showed, like, he just wasn't ready. He wasn't ready for that big show. He froze up. He didn't fight anything like himself. I'm going to adjust this camera a little bit. I'm all fucked up. Sorry, homies. Uh, he didn't... Um, he, j he just... He froze. He froze. He looked like, you know, he was finally, you know, making it big time, you know, first main event. And it looked like he was in his first main event. Um, and he got smoked out. And now he gets Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades. This dude has the has the the... You know, he has he has a skill set to, you know, dominate anybody on the ground. If he can get him on the mat, he can just, you know, grind out any decision, really. Um, I mean, if you gave him... Did he fight in Ghana? Did he ever fight in Ghana? Uh, you know, he could he could out-wrestle him. He could he could do anything. Uh, I, I, I pretty much just see him just scoring these takedowns. Uh, remember, he put uh, Volkov on the mat uh, 14 times in a fight. Um, which actually means that Volkov got up 13, at least 13 times, right? Um, but still, he scored 14 takedowns. That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of takedowns. Um, did he ever fight? His last loss was to uh, Curtis Blade. I mean, Curtis Blades was to Derek Lewis when he got that uppercut. He did. He did lose to uh, Francis Ngannou. All oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He lost to Francis Ngannou with, in, in in a blink. Um, 
But, I mean, he has a skill. He goes out next time and just, you know, tries to get a takedown, you know, and Francis Ngannou's wrestling now, so I don't know. Who knows what that's going to happen, but um, I think, you know, Curtis Blades, this is easy for him. I think he just goes and, and scores these takedowns on Dawkins. We don't really know much about Chris Dawkins' ground game. His brother, Kyle Dawkins, is, is, is fucking dope on the ground. Um, he's got real slick jiu-jitsu. Go watch him and Brendan Allen uh in in kyle dacus's debut that was a hell of a fucking back and forth on the ground um does doc does does his brother his bigger fucking doughier brother uh chris dacus have have the same grappling chops i don't know he's gonna have to have him he's gonna have to get off of his back one way or other this is gonna end in a finish uh kyle dacus i mean chris dacus i'll say this about him he's got quick hands he throws those uh like hooks like this he throws hooks like i don't know how fuck i you try to fucking break your god damn fucking wrist this dude throws them like this like comes around he throws his hooks like knuckle down like that thumb down knuckle knuckle like that and and they're dangerous because when you're covered up like this shit they come around the guard you think you're covered up and you're eating them on the side of the head these knuckles right here these two motherfuckers right there those things they're they're the bigger ones why because those do all the damage those are the ones you're trying to land with so they cut um and, and he's got sneaky power he's got sneaky hand speed um puts combinations together well um you know, if this does end up in a stand-up fight, you know, Blades isn't entirely whack. I mean, he's got some skill, too. He's got some power on his feet. It would be an interesting fight. Um, but I think, you know, Blades go in there, score the takedowns. He's going to win the fight. I think he'll eventually stop Dawkins. Can Dawkins go a hard five rounds? I don't know. With a big-ass dude like that on top of you, I don't know. Um, especially trying to get up and fighting. I, I don't know. I don't know that he can do that. I'll go give me, I don't know how, who I put on wax. Give me Curtis Blades, TKO, round four. Uh, who else we got? Yoan Wood versus... No, this is... What am I talking about? I'm on the wrong motherfucking... I'm on the wrong motherfucking... I'm on the wrong fucking fight card, homies. And I ain't gonna edit this out. Listen, I'm not gonna edit this out. I got, You know, I gotta... I'm not editing this out. I, I, I told y'all I was high. I came high. Not like literally came... Volkov versus Aspinall. I was wondering, like, what the fuck, Yoan Wood? But she ain't fighting this weekend. She's fighting next weekend. So I already broke down next weekend's main event for y'all, homies, because I'm, I'm ahead of the game. Volkov versus Aspinall. Let's do it like this. I'll be quick this time. Volkov versus Aspinall. I don't know who wins this shit. Listen, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of, listen, on, uh, you know, on paper, on, on the eye test, Tom Aspinall's a motherfucker. He's got, you know, the bouncy, you know, nice head movement, slipping, ripping, uh, you know, judges counter, uh, you know, uh, judges distance really well. Uh, real crispy boxing. He's got some good takedowns, uh, ground and pound submissions. He's a well-rounded fighter on the feet. He's fast, dude. Got fast hands. But go back to that uh, Andre Ar Arlovsky fight. Go look at the last half of that first round. Andre Arlovsky starts scoring, starts piecing. Uh, on Aspinall. Aspinall uses that little janky little uh, 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 Philly shell um, too much. And he started getting hit down the middle with Andre Arlovsky's right hand. Ar Arlovsky was touching him up at the end of that first round. And it was also kind of looking little to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me put this, let me fix this a little bit. It's kind of driving me. Fuck. Fuck it, homies. It's bothering me. There. Fuck it. Um, Andre started piecing up Aspinall. Aspinall started looking like he was getting a little bit tired. It looked like he was starting to get, I don't know. And he come out in the second round, he just bum rushes. He did the old uh, 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 Brock Lesnar 
running across the cage and scoring that fucking uh, football tackle takedown. He actually didn't get the takedown. He got uh, Arlowski up against the cage and just took his neck and choked him out right there. It was fucking like Arlowski, who never gets subbed. I think he's only been subbed once before that. Um, but he got subbed. And Arlovsky's been tough to finish. He's been tough. That chinny Arlovsky has been tough to finish lately. So that's in a kind of an impressive win. But it, it wasn't going well for him. You definitely saw holes in his stand-up. And a guy like Volkov, long, uh, uh, sneaky power of his own. Uh, you know, other than the real top, top elite fighters in that division, he, he handles his business. He's got that long, teep kick. If he can hang in there, if he can survive the athletic, athleticism, of 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 Aspinall for round maybe two rounds if he can if he can avoid getting finished in the in the first two rounds I think it's going to be all him after that so do you short play this do you take the pick on the short play or on the long play if this goes I don't know that Aspinall can go I mean none of his fights go to the second round the Arlovsky fight was like the only one that went to the second round that he won his two losses were two fights that went to the second round and he lost both of those um so, and other than that, he hasn't fought into the second round, you know, past uh, half of a round in a long time. Can he go deep? I don't know. So, if you're betting on Aspinall, you're betting on an early finish. You're betting on Volkov. You're betting on, you know, if it, if it does go a decision, it's going to be him. I would think, I would think his, you know, as long as he doesn't come out with that whack-ass, you know, no output like he did against Gone, and he's just not throwing enough. If he comes out and he has good output, you know, consistent output, he could win. He should win the decision if it went that far or a late TKO. I'll go TKO round four. Volkov. I'll take Volkov. I'll, I'll fuck. I'm gonna take a chance on this one. I think I actually it's weird because I think Volkov is a slight favorite, and I, I didn't think they would give him a slight favorite. So you know maybe I'm not taking a chance, but I've the people I see, I see everybody taking Aspinall. I don't know. It's not a bad pick. This is a literally a toss up. This is a, this is a legit pick them who the fuck knows who wins this fight but we put them all on wax motherfuckers so we put in uh we put in uh alexander volkov on wax now let's hurry up through this Ar arnold allen dan hooker arnold allen is undercover bad motherfucker homies i mean so much so he looks like an undercover fucking fed an actual fucking fed undercover at a, a, a fucking plastic straw uh pro protest a fucking uh uh uh, uh provocateur an agent provocateur that's what this motherfucker arnold allen is undercover ass kicking fiend right here this dude listen he's got left hand his left hand is send you to fucking valhalla uh left high kick comes out of nowhere uh, uh fuck fucking put you six feet and he, he's got great wrestling uh you know um coming off some big wins he just doesn't fight very much that's why you probably never heard of arnold, arnold allen he's eight and oh in the ufc uh, Dan Hooker, um, dropping down to 145 again. Listen, uh, he's got great striking. If he if he stands up, I don't know that he gets the better. I know everybody's saying you know he's got the better striking. He's got the better striking than Dan uh, than uh, uh, than my man Arnold Allen. But I don't know that this dude Ar Arnold Allen cracks. That left hand and that left high kick are, are, are fucking wild. Now, I know Hooker's got that. What will ha what will work well for for Dan Hooker is that standing knee. Arnold Allen fights kind of hunched over, like forward like this. Way to beat him is straight up the middle between the shoulders. Uppercuts, snap kicks, teep kicks, standing knee. This the the, the uh uh I'm fucking Dan Hooker 
this dude does his standing knee where you could be standing straight up. He'll knee you in the face without jumping. I mean, he'll just lift that shit up and hit you in the fucking face. So he's going to be looking for that. Hide that behind hands. One, a jab. Throw the, throw the knee. One, two, throw the knee. Something like that. Uh, you know, so those up the middle strikes, that's how, you know, Dan Hooker's going to have to uh, try to win this fight between the shoulders. But I, I don't know. Uh, I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking Brendan Allen. Uh, Brendan Allen. This thing's fucked up. I'm taking Arnold Allen, and I'm going to take him. I'll take a decision. Uh, Patty Pimblett versus Rodrigo Vargas. I'm taking Pimblett, TKO. I mean, let's go rear naked, round three. Disclaimer. I ain't on the Patty Pimblett fucking uh, 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 bandwagon shit. Um, I think he's okay. I think he's highly overrated. I've seen a lot of his regional fights. I don't think he's that great. I think he lack, his stand-up is lacking. Uh, he lacks power. Um, his ground game, if he ends up on top, he doesn't have really good wrestling to get the fights to the ground. But when he's on the mat, he's really good on the mat, especially from top position, not so much from the bottom position. Listen, I think he's, you know, a lot of hype, a lot of yip-yapping. He's got that people, com- uh, you know, comparing him to Conor McGregor. It's strictly in personality. You don't have any kind of power like Conor McGregor. You don't have the standing, you know, the, the kickboxing that Conor McGregor has. Um this fight against Rodrigo Vargas is just like the last one against Vendramini. It's like the exact same. Uh, it's it's the exact same opponent, and and Vendramini was giving it to Pat, Patty Pimblett in that first half of that first round. He 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 was working him over until he wasn't. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think you know Patty Pimblett getting into some shit with Ilya Taporia yesterday. You know those videos were making the rounds. They were throwing punches at each other. I don't know. I saw I saw um, Taporia like block and counter in the fucking at, at the Continental Breakfast. These motherfuckers were at the fucking Snooty Fox Continental Breakfast throwing trading hands and shit. And this motherfucking technical ass uh, Ilya Taporia fucking over the little bagels and shit was like blah blah. Um, listen, Patty, you do not want Ilya Taporia. The fuck is wrong with you? Ilya Taporia would destroy Patty Pimblet. I'll put that on wax right now. Destroy Patty Pimblet. However the fuck he wants it. You can get it how you want it, homie. It's fucking this is cocos. This is this is made to order fucking whoppers. BK. Get it how you want it. That's how fucking Ilya Taporia will give it to this man, uh, Patty Pimblet. You're out your damn mind. Fucking letting homies gas you up. I mean, Ilya Taporia, who, who's, he's, he's on this card. Uh, who's he fighting? He's, he's Jai Herbert. He's, he's going to walk through Jai Herbert. No offense, Jai Herbert. He's going to walk through him. He should be fighting a, a much better opponent, but fuck. Maybe they give him Patty Pimblett after this just for an ass-whooping, you know, good time. You can make that a fight night main event, co-main event in the very least. Listen, I've seen shitty fucking... I've seen Jessica I versus Cynthia Calvillo as a main event. So why not Patty Pimblett versus Ilya Taporia? Uh, Gunnar Nelson, Takashi Sato. Listen, this is this is the fucking, this is Cal Ripken in the 2001 All Star Game. Groove pitch, Chan Ho Park, fucking groove pitch, home run, fucking feel good story shit. This is a groove pitch for Gunnar Nelson. This this is a fucking get it over the plate fastball, fucking bop for Takashi Sato. Listen, he's got power, or whatever. Gunner's gonna take him down. He's gonna dominate him from the top position. Uh, I'll go. I'll go round one. Let's take a round one rear naked finish for uh, Gunner Nelson. Uh, Molly McCann versus Luana Carolina. This is the main. This uh, for for Nikita Krylov versus Paul Craig. Molly McCann decision. 
Jai Herbert, Ilya Teporia, Ilya Tapora. Let's go. Let's go. Rear naked choke round two. Mike Grundy versus Maquan Maquan Amir Khani. Um, two grapplers. Um, Grundy's has 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 the you know the wrestling. If you can get the top game, Amir Khani has terrible, terrible gas tank. Tesla gas tank. This motherfucker on E. You know, he's one of those motherfuckers putting $5 in. Now you know $5 don't even get you a gallon. So 15 minutes later, you got to stop again and put gas in. Puts a fucking $2 in that bitch. That's this dude, Amir Khani. Give me Mike Grundy decision. Uh, Shamil Abdurmakimov versus Sergey uh, Pavlovich. I would even put this on the main event. This is going to be a slobber knuckle. This is a, this is a, a, a fucking uh, Flying J fucking parking lot lizard, you know, lot lizard scrap right here. This is, this is, this is fucking... When the fucking soft serve machine at fucking hometown buffet goes down, these motherfuckers scrapping it out, you know, for the last you know southwestern chicken enchilada, these motherfuckers scrapping over it. Give me Sergey Pavlovich, TKO round one. Paul Craig, Nikita Krylov. Listen, I'm taking Nikita Krylov. I've talked about this fight enough. Uh, decision. I think. If this fight ends in a finish, it's going to be Paul Craig. Betting-wise, this is probably the only fight I'll bet on. I'll probably drop a fucking 20-20 on motherfucking Paul Craig because he's definitely going to be a submission uh, 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 threat the whole fucking fight. Krylov has been finished via submission five times in his career. Keep that in mind. But I think Krylov, sometimes, you know, Paul Craig, you know, if he can't get those subs, he spends too much time on his back. And, you know, if he can't get the sub, then it's going to go to his decision and the guy on his back is going to lose that fight. Damn Pretty much every time, unless you're motherfucking Boss Rootin' uh, and Kevin Randleman dropping those fucking from. Go watch that shit. Um, Jack Shore versus Teamer Valive. This is my god. This is a main. This is a main card type fight too. This is a dope ass fucking card. Two serious fucking grapplers. Jack Shore's got you know decent stand up. You know I think it looks better than it actually is. I mean he's got nice tight technical strikes. Um, Valive's you know kind of like a wrestler striker. Um, more damn i've gone back and forth on this one so many damn times i had shore early on i'm gonna go believe i'm gonna go team or believe you know he beat uh honey barcelos um that was an impressive win um he, he did lose to trevin jones but he was whooping trevin jones's motherfucking ass in that first round in his debut uh, i mean there wasn't a fucking square centimeter on trevin jones ass that wasn't kicked in that first round give me believe give me believe decision uh, Corey McKenna versus Elise Reed. Give me Corey McKenna uh, decision. Uh, Muhammad uh, Makayev versus Cody Durden. I saw this dude Makayev. I saw a couple of his regional fights. He looks like a monster. Cody Durden's a nasty. He's that turd that you can't fucking pinch off. You know, it's just stuck and you're bouncing up on that shit, twerking and shit, trying to get that motherfucker off. Won't fall. Then you get it off and you can't flush that motherfucker and you bring out the goddamn plunger. That's Cody Durden. He's going he's gonna to hang around. He's a he's a nasty motherfucker, but give me uh give me Magomed. I don't know a whole lot about him, so I'll say a decision. Um, that's it, motherfuckers. What 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 the fuck do you want from? What more do you want from me? I told you I'll get it on the cast. I get the cast on on YouTube. Here we are. Um, it, it wasn't without it, it, its hiccups, its bumps. Uh, I'll iron these out as we go on. Um, but this is what you can expect. A lot of miscellaneous gum bumping shit talking. Uh, you know, we're all over the place. You know, today it was a little bit of NFL. Always going to be fights. Um, NBA's coming up. Um, we got the uh, NCAA tournament. I'm going to be firing that shit up right now because it's first, uh, first round. They just had the playing games. Um, huge. Let me put this on wax for all the YouTubers out there. 
uh, my fandom, who I rock with. So when we fucking come to glory, I don't want no bandwagon bullshit. Angels fan, Ducks fan, Pelicans fan, a fucking Pelicans fan by way of Charlotte Hornets back in the day. I followed them ever since. I'm a motherfucking Pelicans fan. We're going to sneak into that 10th seed. Uh, CJ McCollum won the best trades we've ever made. Uh, you know, we lost four in a row, and then we won one, and then we lost one after we were like a half game. We were in the 10th seed, a half game behind the Lakers just last week, and it was a hard week for us. We lost four in a row after we won four in a row, so it's, you know, no Zion yet. Um, but I still, I just, you know, this team, if not this year, this team is going to be a fucking force next year. These dudes ball. These dudes, these dudes are fun to watch. If you have one team, trust me, if you have one team and you have all the games on there, watch the Pelican game. You'll have fun. I, I promise you what, these dudes are dope. Um, and of course the Cowboys fan, that's the fucking fandom there. Um, so we're going to yip about all that. We're going to get deep into the NBA. I've been shitting on the Bakers for, since been shitting on the Los Angeles Bakers. Uh, we'll get, we'll get homie, uh, Batista on so you can see his mug, his grill. He's still celebrating that, 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 that fucking ref giveaway, that fucking, um, you know, the fucking bullshit ass last drive. These motherfuckers, ref socialism is what you can call this shit. These motherfuckers always getting handouts like fucking corporations, these rams. Always getting motherfucking uh, handouts. Fuck. Anyways, we'll get him on. He'll yap. See if I can get uh, whiskey on. We'll do, we'll do this. I don't know about Zoom. Um, y'all can teach me. I mean, hit, hit me up in the comments. I don't know. I got no. Li I got no viewers, so I don't know if anybody's even gonna watch this. So maybe years down the line, somebody sees this. If I can get two views, I'll fucking take it. So in advance, thank y'all, homies. Anyways, this is the Whiskey Sick Podcast. I'm your boy Seth Gecko, aka Moody Motherfucking Hank, for the Triple Champ. Y'all didn't get to see uh, Moody Hank over there, the, the, the Whiskey Sick Podcast, German Shepherd uh, uh, mascot. She's over there chilling. Uh, Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 152, all up in the ass. And we out, motherfuckers.